Dr. Kristen Oja here, entrepreneur and functional medicine expert. Welcome to Little By Podcast, where our goal is to empower you to achieve optimal health, one step and one episode at a time. Taking a functional medicine approach will cover a variety of health and wellness topics, from how to optimize performance to how to balance your hormones and everything in between. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so please be sure to consult your healthcare provider before incorporating any changes into your daily routine. Now grab your headphones and let's go for a walk as we take steps towards becoming your best self. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be back on the Little Bye podcast. It has been a while. Our last one was posted back in May and just kind of filling you guys in. It got a little bit crazy there for a minute. As you know, I have a two-year-old and a eight-month-old today, and we opened our second stat wellness location in January of this year. And we onboarded a bunch of new employees. So between onboarding and training new employees, a full patient care load, two under two in our second business location, I just put the podcast on hold. But so many of you guys have been messaging me and asking for it to come back, which I really appreciate. And so I really wanted to start prioritizing this. It's such a great way to just share information. It's free and it's fun for me. I love it. And so thank you for everybody that answered our survey on Instagram A lot of you said that you want shorter episodes, so 30 minutes or less, and a lot of you said that you like me just talking about topics. So through the end of this year, we are going to be doing just me, doing topics. We will be bringing in some interviews again in the new year, Uh, but for right now, you guys get just me. So today is all about intermittent fasting. This is a question that I get asked all the time. Should I intermittent fast or should I not? And we're going to kind of break it down and what I've seen in practice. We have about 4,500 patients and we've seen a lot of patients lab results. We've seen body composition scans and we followed up with them and identified quite a few things as it relates to intermittent fasting. So first of all, what is intermittent fasting? It is periods of eating and periods of not eating. So all of us technically are intermittent fasting as we sleep at night, right? That is our fasting period. And then we eat breakfast or we break the fast, and that's when we start to eat. The windows can vary a lot as we talk about intermittent fasting. Some people do 14-hour fast. Some people do 16-hour fast. Some do 20-hour fast. I've had some patients that have done day-long, multiple-day water fast. I've had people that have done juice cleanses. You know, these are things that I would not recommend, uh, but we see a lot of these things in the intermittent fasting space. So the people that benefit the most from having longer periods without eating are those that are strictly overweight and insulin resistant. This is where we really see a a pretty good benefit of just having longer periods without eating to let that blood sugar come down and to let our insulin come down. We've seen lower inflammation. We've seen lower visceral fat, which is the deep, dangerous fat around our organs. We've seen lower fasting glucose levels, and we've seen really positive results as it relates to weight. So I think it's, you know, there is good research for intermittent fasting as it relates to blood sugar control and weight loss when there is a weight to be lost and two, you're insulin resistant. So I do agree with that. The clientele that we see a lot in functional medicine is the clientele that I actually don't recommend intermittent fasting. And these are people with any sort of thyroid and adrenal issues. 
So I think it's really important when you're looking at intermittent fasting to get a good panel of labs drawn. We have seen so many times our patients are feeling like they're doing the right thing. They've heard about the benefits of intermittent fasting. And again, they're there from an insulin standpoint, inflammation, and something else we didn't talk about, which is called autophagy or you know, killing off and clearing those dead cells. So there, there is lots of benefits, but these patients, they're kind of doing it all. And when we are trying to do it all, we're actually putting too much stress on our body and we're seeing negative impacts in our adrenals and our thyroid. So big things that I look at before I tell my patients, yes, you should intermittent fast or no, you should not, is a TSH, a T4 free, a T3 free, a cortisol and a DHEA at the very minimum. And what I see so often is that my patients come in with really high cortisol, which is their stress hormone, and their T3-free, which is their most bioactive thyroid hormone, is actually deficient. And their thyroid is working pretty well based on a TSH and a T4, but that T4 to T3 conversion is sluggish. And one of the big reasons that can happen is cortisol blocks the T4 to T3 conversion. So these patients are already in a state of stress. They're in a fight or flight response. And so what I see them doing, which is kind of a disaster of intermittent fasting, is they wake up with high cortisol, so a bear is chasing after them. They drink coffee during their fast. They do high-intensity exercise during their fast. They go to a, a stressful job during their fast. And they do all of this before they eat their first meal at noon or 1 o'clock. And this is putting a lot of stress on your body, and it's worsening your adrenals and your thyroid. So that clientele is somebody I do not recommend intermittent fasting. We have seen time and time again the increased stress on the body really having a negative impact on your health and overall inflammation and well-being. So if you are strictly insulin resistant and you have weight to lose and your adrenals and your thyroid look good, I think there is a lot of research for why we should have a longer fasting window as it relates to lowering glucose and supporting autophagy and reducing inflammation. If you are somebody with thyroid and adrenal issues and maybe don't have as much weight to lose... Intermittent fasting may be putting way too much stress on your body and having a opposite effect of what you're intending to do with your fast. So I encourage you to make sure you get your labs drawn, make sure you know what's going on, and make sure you see how is this intermittent fasting impacting you long-term. Because what we find is sometimes at the beginning, the first month or two, our patients, whether they have thyroid, adrenal, blood sugar issues, we find that they generally feel a little bit better. And part of it is it's increasing cortisol more and they're ready to take on their day. They have this stress hormone circulating in their body. Uh, but long-term, you know, month three, month four, they start to get more of the low cortisol and they start to see more of the fatigue or the weight gain or the trouble sleeping, the tired and wired, the brain fog, some of these other things we see. And the other thing to consider if you're trying to figure out if intermittent fasting is good for you or not is consider wearing what's called a CGM or a continuous glucose monitor. We sell these at Stat Wellness. You can buy it online or at either of our locations. But the continuous glucose monitor helps us see how your blood sugar is every moment of the day over a two-week period. And what we have found, and this is a perfect example of why intermittent fasting is not great for everyone, is I had a patient that came in and she said, Kristen, I don't understand 
all morning long, my blood sugar is just continuing to rise. I'm waking up at 90. By 9 o'clock, it's at 100. By 10 o'clock, it's at 110. By 11 o'clock, it's at 120. And I had nothing to eat but coffee. How does that doesn't even make sense? And that goes back to the cortisol response. Your body's in fight or flight, so it's increasing your glucose to help you in that survival mode. Think about back several years ago, decades ago, hundreds of years ago, what was stress at that point? You know, it was running from the bear. It was that physical fight or flight response. We had to actually have the energy to keep going. And now, you know, our modern stress looks a little bit different, but we need that glucose for energy and fuel and that fight or flight response. So if you're wearing a CGM during your intermittent fasting and you're noticing as you're fasting, your blood sugar is just continuing to rise, intermittent fasting may not be good for you. And what this specific patient found is when she actually ate breakfast, her blood sugar was lower than when she fasted and just had coffee. So that's a real life example. So, you know, another thing on top of looking at adrenals, thyroid, blood sugar is to evaluate what is your blood sugar doing throughout the day and is the intermittent fasting actually good for you or not. The next thing I'd like to talk about is the hours of your fast. So a lot of patients do later because it's easier with their lifestyle, with their work schedule. So a lot of my patients choose to eat between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. or 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. if they are doing an eight-hour window. Uh, And those patients that are intermittent fasting, you know, again, maybe okay, depending on what's going on on a cellular level within their body. But what I encourage and what I really find is better is can we move that fast forward just a little bit? Can we maybe still have the same eating windows, but instead of waiting till 12 o'clock or one o'clock to have your first meal, could you eat at 10 o'clock and stop eating at six o'clock? I know that doesn't work for everybody's uh, lifestyle and dinner plans and all of that and work schedules. But I do think getting some fuel earlier in the morning is really beneficial. And then you still get those benefits of the fasting window with lowering blood sugar, insulin, and supporting uh, autophagy, that kind of cell clear out. So again, kind of summarizing it, intermittent fasting has a lot of really good data, but doing more is not always best. I really suggest getting evaluated by somebody that understands the complexity and does not just read one research study where intermittent fasting is beneficial and encourages everybody to do it. Uh, There is a lot of considerations. Another one that I hadn't even mentioned yet is your menstrual cycle. So sometimes there are women that their body in the first half of their cycle can handle a lot more stress. They can do intermittent fasting, but the second half of their cycle, their body is more sensitive and has higher cortisol, and that's called the luteal phase. So some of my patients will actually cycle their intermittent fasting based on their menstrual cycle or their infradian rhythm. So there is lots of considerations. But just because there's a couple studies that show intermittent fasting is beneficial, it may not be for you. Get your thyroid, your adrenals, your blood sugar evaluated and work with a professional to help you identify what eating windows may be best for you. 
And also pay attention to how you feel. Are you feeling anxious during your fast? Are you feeling sweaty? Are you having brain fog? Are you exhausted after you eat your first meal? At 12 or 1 o'clock, do you want to lay down and take a nap in the afternoon? These are all signs that intermittent fasting may not be the best for you. And as soon as I get the data back from our study, you know, we narrowed our population down quite a bit in the intermittent fasting study we're doing with Lee University at both our Stat Wellness Atlanta and Roswell location to be uh, patients with elevated BMIs. So they had to be overweight and they have had to not intermittent fast in several weeks. So I will share those results with you once we get them because we're really excited. We're measuring body composition. So we're looking at body fat percent and visceral fat uh, over a six-week intermittent fasting period. So stay tuned for that. But just a few considerations on whether or not to intermittent fast, just something to get you thinking and paying attention. And know at Stat Wellness, we are always available to test your adrenals, your thyroid, your glucose, your insulin. Our team is very well-trained and um, educated in this area, and they can help you identify whether intermittent fasting is good for you or not. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, remember, little by little, a little becomes a lot. Even the smallest changes over time can lead to total mind and body transformation. I'd love for you to stay connected with at Dr. Kristen Oja and at Stat Wellness on Instagram. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out. I'd love to hear from you.